Namaste everyone. This is Shikha and welcome to the new podcast episode. The next one in the series of Yam that is Satya. Now if you have jumped on to this episode directly, I would recommend that you also listen to the previous episode which talks about Yam in general and also talks about Ahinsa. Now I'll be honest and this episode is all about honesty and integrity so it took a little bit of time for me to put this together and a lot of reflection also in the process because to be honest we are all guilty somewhere of the little white lies that we speak either to not hurt someone that we love or to just avoid a confrontation over the last couple of years though i realized that these white lies were not doing good to anyone and that's because to hide the little white lies you would speak more lies and then it will just become a big circle so yes this took a little bit of reflection and i feel grateful that over the years at least i have become aware of the fact that these white lies are are not something that take us a long way and there is a way to live without really speaking them and walking around these so coming to the word itself the word sat in satya means that which exists that which is so satya hence is about communicating how things actually are rather than how we would want them to be or how we perceive them to be so satya asks us to think and speak and act with integrity so while truthfulness is the act of uh, you know stating your facts or being genuine honest and just being your own self integrity goes a little deeper it is the quality of being honest and having strong and very strong moral principles integrity inherently demands truthfulness and honesty and integrity means coming from a place where we don't delude others as well as our own selves now in this world our thoughts and our emotions are constantly changing and they are influenced by the external as well as the internal factors now these changes fluctuations create our own individual experiences and realities so our work now becomes challenging because what we need to pay attention to are the things that are not changing rather than the things that are constantly changing and thus to truly practice satya we need to be deeply connected with our own truest nature and not the one that is constantly experiencing the fluctuations one way to do this is to create space and create stillness We work towards developing an attitude of an observer by being mindful in all the things that we do and that's a great place to really begin. We could start by becoming more aware about our own selves, how do we act and what are the words that we choose. From here we begin begin to, you know, become more objective about our thoughts, about what we're feeling and about our reaction to situations. and we choose not to get caught up in the narrative of our mind and just look at things a little more objective now i agree this is a quite a challenging thing to do and it's not as easy as it sounds and 
That is why it is our practice. It's a practice, it's a work that we put in every single day. And we put in this work with compassion and with kindness towards our own self and a lot of patience. It takes time, but then every effort that we put is a step forward. There is a beautiful mantra from the Upanishads that really brings out the pursuit and the essence of Satya, Upanishad being the ancient Indian text. And I would like to chant it for you. Asitoma Sadigamaya Tam Soma Jyoti Gamaya Mrittorma Mrittam Gamaya The translation in English would be Let my journey be from the unreal to real From darkness of ignorance to light of knowledge From the finite to the infinite Hence the journey of Satya is not just about what we speak And it refers to who we really are For example, whenever we speak to someone do we speak from a place of honesty and transparency? Or are we speaking with an agenda or a bait for later? What is our true intention in the moment when we interact with someone? Satya comes from a place of sincerity in our intention, in our action and in our words. So now we may say that, okay, great. So I should be okay. And I sh it should be okay that I should say that I'm angry when I'm feeling angry and express my anger and say the things that I want to say in that anger. Well, of course, it's okay to acknowledge that I'm feeling angry, but the anger is transitionary. It is not our true nature. And like I said in the beginning as well, and brought this topic up about Satya, that it really requires us to focus on what is non-changing? The true nature of any being is to be blissful and it is pure. And hence deepening the practice of Satya means to understand the constant, the eternal and the very true self. Speaking the truth has always been controversial and we have all heard and made up convenient, convenient adaptations of the same. There were little white lies that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that we speak very easily, thinking it doesn't do any harm to anyone. And we speak in it with a good intention of not trying to hurt someone we love. This is where the first yam, that is ahimsa, comes in place. Satya is led by ahimsa, which means the principle of ahimsa guides how we practice satya. So for example, if we ask directions to a particular place 
from one person and the person tells us the direction to take a right and then a left and then we would reach our destination but the road is a little uneven and it's a little inconvenient and the, even though it's a shorter route we go and ask another person the same direction and that person gives us a slightly different way of reaching the same place but with a smoother road and with a well-made concrete road. The objective for us is to reach that destination, this way or that. And then we get to choose what is the way that we take. So it's important to know that what is the purpose of your Satya? Why are we speaking that truth? Why are we choosing to bring it out and say it to someone? And then when we take a moment to reflect, then we also know the right way of speaking Satya the way it needs to come out so that it solves its purpose. So if someone's angry and we're trying to show them the reality of how they are wrong or what they've done is not the right thing or tell them the truth otherwise, it may not be the right time to tell them that. While once they're a little more calm, we wait for it and we tell them the truth. And maybe that's where it sinks in a little better because they are not driven by their emotion. Let's see some simple ways to practice Satya on the mat. As teachers and practitioners of yoga, it is so important that we speak from a place of personal experience. And in case, especially during the age-old practices, if we are drawing from the experience of someone else, we must give them the credit. Before we teach something, we should be practicing it ourselves. In the physical practice, our breath is our guide. And if we push ourselves too much beyond what feels right in our body or what resonates with our true self, the breath will give away. In that moment, our satya would be to pause, reflect, come back to it when it resonates with us better, or maybe it doesn't, and then we maybe not come back to it at all. And that's absolutely okay. Satya is also the foundation of all our relationships. Our relationships need to be based on pure intentions that come from honesty towards ourselves and towards others. And while it is important to speak the truth, the truth should not be to claim our superiority or to cut a sorry figure or to set up ground for a future victory. When the communication in a relationship comes from a truthful and honest place, it is there to stay and even though it might be painful sometimes it doesn't create unrealistic expectations and de dejection and this applies to our workplace as well and our personal relationships of course understanding of the purpose of satya is hence of utmost relevance because that's going to determine the way in which we speak our truth the way we communicate and most importantly, practicing satya towards our own self. To question ourselves, our purpose, what drives us and what is our true nature, our ways in which we come closer to understanding our reality and true self. And when I say question, I don't mean question in the sense of a manner in which we degrade or pull ourselves down, but in a manner of being inquisitive about our own being. And then comes being true to our own true selves, 
and having the integrity in everything about our true self that we think, speak and do. It isn't about being inflexible, but it's about being immensely flexible to ensure that you live up to your truest conscious blissful self which is called as Satchit Ananda. Well, there's so much really that can be spoken about Satya. But truly living it means practicing it. And the first step is to become more aware and connected to our own selves. And in that process, being receptive to experiences because these experiences reveal our true nature in adversity and in joy. I hope this episode gave you some food for thought. I look forward to hearing from you on this. You can connect and drop a message on purnayog.com. In the next episode, we shall talk about Asatya and Brahmacharya. May you keep discovering yourself and find a deeper connection to your own being. Much love to all of you. Namaste.